Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. So we decided to talk about creativity today. What inspires us to create? I believe that we're all artists, and there are many ways to create. And I believe what makes us all artists is that we all create. Whether it's a play, or a book, or a birdhouse with your grandson, or a dollhouse for your granddaughter, whether it's experimenting in the kitchen with new recipes, or lovingly making quilts for family members, or scarves. What other ways do we create? There's so many many, many ways. And I think a lot of people think they're not creative unless they're artistic, unless they're painters or dancers or writers or singers. And I don't believe that. I believe everyone's an artist. Well, there are different types of creativity, obviously. There's the the fine arts type of creativity, you know, dance and music and things of that nature that are very well documented and well known, but there, like you said, there's all kinds of creativity. There's creativity in the kitchen. There's creativity in business. There's creativity in relationships. There's creativity in all kinds of parts of your life. So it's it's actually fun to experiment and be creative. And one of the ways that you were creative in your show was with some of the songs that you put into the show. Because in the original version of the show, the Lost and Sound show, you had songs that were from other artists. And they were great songs, and everybody Very well-known songs that people loved, and I happened to sing them very well. And then when I got with my coach, my solo performance coach, she said, write your own music, because you're going to have to pay royalties on this, and why bother? Why don't you write your own music? I'd never written music before, other than in my head, making up ditties ever since I was a little kid. I've always made up tunes and words to songs. However, I've never considered myself a songwriter or written them down. And so that was a new creative challenge for me, was to write my own music for this show. And I have three original songs, and I'm really happy that I decided to do that because they fit very well with the material. And it was fun doing that. So tell me a little bit about the the creative process of writing a song, because I think for most people, writing a song is a a big deal. And they wouldn't imagine how they could possibly do that. And you don't play an instrument. You wrote the song entirely using your voice and coming up with the tune. And then you also worked with... A kind of a, a coach or a mentor to kind of help you with some of the musical theory and all that? Yes, I did. And the first step was to decide just to do it and to remove any 
fear or doubt or judgment of, oh my gosh, you're not a songwriter. You've never written a song before. How are you going to do this? And also, folks, I'll let you know, I also don't happen to read music. So instead of allowing my inner critic to start telling me I can't do this because I have never done it and I don't even know how to read music, I had to get over that. I guess what carried me through and gave me the confidence that, yes, I can write a song, is that I know I'm a good singer. Everybody's always told me I have a really good voice and to share that with the world. Please sing. Your voice is so inspiring. And so I just have always sung. And I also have always kind of made up songs. So I just decided I can do this. I did get with a person who's got musical training. And my brother-in-law, your brother. Mm-hmm. and My brother, um, Andrew. A shout out to Andrew Parker. <laughs> Jazz a saxophonist. And a pianist and a flautist. Flutist, flautist. Flautist. <laughs> uh, whatever. He plays, he plays many instruments and a mean harmonica. Yes. And guitar. And he's very talented. He's got a musical degree. So he's studied music theory. And when I called him to ask for support in writing some songs, he was... Totally on board with that. Happy to help me and support me. And he he got excited because he got to play with some rhythm and some tunes and whatnot. The interesting thing is, is that I ended up coming up with all of my own tunes and all of my own lyrics. Originally, I thought I would come up with the lyrics and he would come up with the tune. And we would actually write the music. The music is not actually written out with musical notes or anything. It's in my head. I know the tune... And, and I did write all of the lyrics, and I did write all of the melody and the songs. What he helped me with, so it's all my work, I took credit for that. What he helped me with was theory in that when I would come to him and I'd say, I have this tune, do 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 da 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 ba ba whatever it was that was going in my head, and I would give him the lines and, and the rhythm, he was able to say, it needs another verse. For instance, the last song, which is kind of the finale of the play, um, and it's called I Am Free, is the title of the song. It started out with two verses, and um, after I sang it to Andrew, he said it needs another verse because rhythmically, musically, theoretically, whatever he knows, (laughs) it didn't sound right. And I knew it sounded sort of off, and I just let him guide me and I trusted that and so I said okay it needs another verse and he said yes and I said well I really want to finish this today and um, he had offered to make lunch so I said why don't you go make lunch and I'm going to meditate on this and I'm going to write out the next verse the last verse and that's what I did and I came up with that last verse in about 15 minutes and it was perfect it was just perfect it wrapped up the whole song and it worked out really well and so you know, that brings me to how, how do we create? How do we get in that space, if you will, where we can call on our creativity and create something from nothing? I often meditate before I write. That helps me get into a space. And it works really well for me. I will sing ditties into... My phone has a like most phones, like most smartphones, have a recording device on it so you can record. So I'll record. And here's the other thing. When I am inspired to create, 
I have found it best to listen to that and act on that because that's when my best work comes out is when I'm feeling in the mood. So I don't know if you noticed last night I was in the mood to write and I was in there writing and you did not bother me. You knew I was in the zone and you stayed out of my way and I just wrote. When inspiration strikes or hits, I've got to follow that. And sometimes it'll hit in the right in the morning when I wake up and I've got to write something down. Rarely am I woken up in the middle of the night with an inspiration. However, that has happened and I have gotten up and written something down that I've come back to the next day. So that's kind of how it works for me. How does it work for you? Well, my creativity right now is a little different. I'm focused on my mm -hmm. book. And there are times when I, in the mood or in the zone, I feel like I'm, what I'm coming up with is quality work. And I, and I feel you know that I'm in that moment. However, a lot of it is just, carving out space in my life so that I'm in front of it, I've got everything I need, and I've got the energy to work on it. Because, you know, I'm still doing my regular job and a lot of other things. So if I wait too long, it's the end of the day, it's uh, a weekend or whatever, i got no energy left. It's very difficult. However, if I can find a spot, usually in the morning, you know, around noontime, and then I can just focus then I can usually get into the zone and I can, I can write a little bit. And I have to take lots of breaks. I've not gotten to the point where I can, I can sit down and I can just write for hours. That hasn't worked for me. However, luckily, what I've been able to do is outline the book really, really well. I mean, I've got the outline down to the point where every little section, I know what the headers are. I, I kind of have information I want to put into that. So all I have to do is go to that section look what I'm working on, and then put together you know, one or two pages, move to the next section, put together what I want, and move along. So being very, very organized helps a lot. So it's not where, okay, here's the chapter, I'm going to write this chapter on you know, creativity or appreciation, and I don't know, you know, I don't have my notes with me or anything like that, I'm just going to make it up. No, I, I actually sit down, I outline it, I put the ideas that I want in that section or that chapter so that when I get there, I have you know, all of the reminders to keep me going to be creative. So that, that helps a lot. I think it's different for everyone, and I think you've got to find what works for you because there's really no one-size-fits-all. I, I know there's books out there that'll tell you this, 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 A, B, C, D, and we've all tried to do those things, but when you find your way of what works for you and you're able to work with that, especially if you take out the judgment of how it's supposed to look or be, if it's working for you, great. One of the most interesting, not typical way of playwriting that I've ever seen was I saw a documentary about Woody Allen and they were asking his about his creative process and he got out a box of tons of napkins and pieces of paper and ripped off the back of a playbill or he would take notes on anything that was available any kind of paper available and he would compile these notes and he would keep them in a box and then he would put these things together and that's how he would come up with his ideas and and write his plays and that's not mm -hmm. a really typical or 
well organized because you had mentioned you need to be organized. That works for you. To me, that doesn't seem like a very organized way. However, it's Woody Allen. He's very successful. He's written lots of plays that have turned into screenplays. And Well, I also think that some of the tools that he had to work with are not the same as they are here mm. in the 21st century. I mean, he pretty much was doing a lot of you know pen and paper stuff because that's what was That's available. a good point. Now there are laptops, there are cell phones, there's all all kinds of ways to do things. We don't have to write it down. However, I still like writing things down. I uh huh, and I know there's another famous author, Wayne Dyer, that writes everything in longhand, pen to paper, pen to paper. That's how he writes. He doesn't type. You know, Brian he Tracy recommends writes, doing the same thing. Yeah, writing it down. So I think it really it, there's there's certainly lots of tools that we can use to you know, make things easier. However, when you find something that works, it works. And that's what you use, right? And so for me, what I've noticed is I get on a roll sometimes. And I have been known to get on a roll and to cancel other things. Not necessarily super important things, but there have been things I've been like, I I know when I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone and I'm canceling this or I'm not going to go do that. I'm in the zone and I'm going to stay with it. That works for me. I know some people have a real scheduled way of doing things, and I guess it's just a point of finding what works for you. And you've got to try different things on to see, you know, what works. Right. So I want to come back to a song from your play, the "Anything Is Possible" song that you sing. It's, it's a scene from the play, and I know it's not a complete song, but it's a beautiful song, and it sounds exactly like the a song you would hear in a musical someplace, and I was just wondering if you would share with the audience a little bit of the song, sing it for us so that we can get an idea what it sounds like, and they can kind of have a sneak preview of the show. (laughs) Okay, um, I'll sing a few bars. This is not a complete song in the play because it happens when I am on stage rehearsing my solo for the first time in a musical that I have been cast in in college. And I am the musical director cuts me off in the middle of the song because I end up singing off-key. I sing a note off-key. And this is one of the early indicators in the play that I have hearing loss that is not known to me. I'm not aware of it. Nobody is aware of it. But later after this scene, the theater department, the head of the theater department calls me in to his office and says, I believe you have hearing loss. So you had said earlier, you should finish that song. You should write the whole song. And maybe I will. However, right now, it's it's just a, um, a short version of the song. It's, you know, in the play and... Right, and you sit, and you finish with a note that's off key. So just so everybody knows, when she sings the last note that's off key, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just sing it. Don't tell me I can't and take away my joy, take away my hope, take away my faith because Anything is possible, dreams are made true, and nobody, nobody, nobody will tell me I can't. Cut, (laughs) cut, 
That's not the right note. Let's take it back a few bars and get that note right this time. Ready? And two, three, four. And then I go on and on with the rest of the scene. So right. that was the first part of the song. That was the director cutting me off. And then I come back singing parts of the song, parts of the song. And you have to come to the show to see the rest of that scene. So, so let's talk about the lyrics in the song, because I, I think it's a great song. Anything is possible. Where did you come up with that? I mean, obviously it's a expression that people have said for a while. So it's not like you invented the phrase. However, how did you come to put that in the song? And, and how did that come together? And is there any special meaning for the words for you? Absolutely. Very special meaning. And that's why I think it fits so nicely with that scene and where I was in my life at that time. That song came to me after waking up in the morning. That was one of those, you've got to get up and write mm -hmm. uh, moments where I just, and, and I didn't even write it. I, I grabbed my phone and I started singing different ditties into the phone. And I worked on that song for probably an hour and came up with that. Anything is possible. Dreams are made true. I don't think dreams come true. I think they are made true. And they are made true by action. They are made true by conceiving of something, then believing that you can do it, and then by achieving it. And that doesn't happen without action steps. So I believe that's why I chose the words made true instead of dreams come true. And... Don't tell me I can't and take away my joy, take away my hope, take away my faith. The word can't is so debilitating. When we use that in our language to ourselves, when we say we can't do something or someone tells us we can't, if we believe that, that's right. We will never be able to do that if we really believe that. This In this scene, this young theater student, because that's what I was. I was a theater student wanting to finish my degree and go on and become an actress. And then I'm told I have this hearing loss and I'm losing my hearing. And I felt like everything was taken from me. And so I coming full circle now, now I'm hearing that helps a heck of a lot because it's a lot easier than being deaf. And I've created this play to raise awareness for this invisible epidemic that's hearing loss that so many people do not understand much about and don't tell me I can't do this don't take away my joy and my hope and my faith because I am doing this and it's making a difference in it's helping people and I'm just getting started and I believe in this show I believe it's very powerful and it is changing lives and I just want to get it to as many people as I can, bring it to as big an audience as I can, and make a difference. Okay, well, thank you for sharing with us the creative process of the song and that beautiful song. Love that song. And I also want to let everybody know that the Lost in Sound show, the premiere that we did at Seattle Town Hall, is currently at a video editor, and we're making a feature-length film out of it. And it's going to be available soon on our website, so you can buy a copy of the show. We're also looking at maybe streaming it someplace. might be a little bit more affordable that way. 
and we're really excited that uh, we're going to have on the DVD a captioned version of the film, an uncaptioned version. We'll put the promo on there too, and then a couple of really great testimonials that were taken after the show. There's some great, great stuff on that film, so um, we're really excited about it. We can hardly wait. It's going to come out on Wednesday. We've been working with the editor, and it's exciting. So anyway, just stay tuned for that, and thank you very much for listening to the Program Your Life podcast, and this is Joe. And this is Kimberly telling you to dream big and dream on, baby. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.